0: Thanks, Jason. Hey, folks. I am so so honored to be here. I'm so excited to be here. This is great. And I mean, I knew Jason and Kim way back early in the Church of Savior days, way back in the '90s. And it's great to see, great to come back to the mainland, back to the United States, and reconnect. And it's just great to be here. And uh, happy Mother's Day, moms out there. It's so so much fun. I have a cute little story to open up here. Uh, I got a picture up here on the on the overhead. Uh, uh, did you get the, um, Kathleen, did you get the picture of the dog? For the, for the sermon notes? Ah, okay. Well, just imagine the cutest golden retriever you can imagine. All curled up in a little bed. And this golden retriever would come and visit this woman. It's this woman's house. And it, it wasn't her dog. Now, she had a doggy door in her house. And the dog would just help himself in her house and just crash on the floor in her house. She's like, what's this dog? And like, and I was like, golden retriever. You know, most golden retrievers, they're super docile, and she's like, one she threatening and all. And then after a couple hours after taking a nap, the dog would, would go away. And next day the dog would come back, She's like, wow, what's this what's this dog? Like, what's the story with this dog? And then finally, after a couple weeks, she put a note on the door a note on the dog It says, Hey, um, you know, who are you and, and what's this dog? And and he's sleeping at my house, just you know. Anyways, the dog come back the next day with a note on his collar. And the note reads, he lives at home with six children, two under the age of three. He's trying to catch up on his sleep. Can he come over tomorrow too? That's like many moms, isn't it? I mean, just exhausted. Dog tired. According to the uh, Never Wrong magazine, Good Housekeeper, Two thirds moms in America are exhausted. They're not just tired, they're exhausted. And it's kind of a problem. And it's like, you know, so, you know, what what are you going to do here? I don't think about my own mom. I'm one of seven kids. I grew up in Radnor and went to Radnor High School. Uh, Jason went to Conestoga. We were rivals at that time. It was kind of fun. And, um, and my mom, we had seven kids in my house. Do you know how many diapers that is? If you take seven kids times five diapers a day, now that's a minimum, right? Five diapers a day, times 365, times two for two years, that's if your kid gets out of a diaper in two years, that's 25,000 diapers. And those were cloth diapers. They were not like the disposable kind. Like, ugh, really? Yeah. Moms are exhausted. Well, I have, a, I have a Mother's Day message for you all. And the first point here in your notes is, Moms, you're going to be okay. Moms, you're going to be okay. The Lord has you. You're going to be okay. I love this scripture here. It comes out of Psalm 139, verse 1 through 6. It says, O Lord, you have searched me and you know me. You know my sitting down and you know my rising up. You understand my thoughts from afar, you comprehend my path and my lying down, and you are acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word on my tongue, but behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. You hedged me behind and before, and you laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Notice what the scriptures here say, that that God knows you. And I'm speaking to everyone here. He knows you're sitting down. He knows you're rising up. He knows when you're exhausted. He knows when you're confused. He knows your thoughts. He He knows what you can do even before you even do it. He knows it. He knows exactly where you're at. And a few verses later we read in the same psalm it says, for you that is you, God, formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. That God knows you moms, and everyone else. That God knows you. He knows you. He formed you in the womb. He knows you. He knows where you are right now. And the Scriptures promise He's going to guide you. They promises he's going to guide you. Psalm 37 verse 23 reads, The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. Proverbs 16 verse 9, The man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Proverbs 20 24 says, The Lord directs his steps. So why try to understand everything Along the way. In Psalm 32 verse 8. One of my favorite verses in the Bible. It says I will instruct you. And teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye. God promises. He's going to guide. Every step you're going to take. Moms you're raising things. That are eternal and significant. People will live. For eternity. Not bank counts. Not homes, not cars, not stuff. What you're doing, moms, is is infinitely important. It is eternal. And God knows exactly where you are. God formed you in the womb. He formed your child in the womb. And he's going to guide you every step you take. It says every step is ordered. Now, how literal do we take these things? Well, if God knows exactly where we are, exactly where we're going, exactly what we're thinking, it seems like He's going to guide you every step. And how big is God's eye? Have you ever thought about how big is God's eyeball? Like, like God's eyeball is so big, it's like it's like the size of the moon. It's and it's right on you. And You can poke God in the eyeball. He's that close. He sees everything. He's not going to miss anything. And he promises, he promises, he promises, he's going to guide you. I remember once we moved to Hawaii. We first got there, and I was invited to go to a funeral, a, a Korean funeral. And I, we just get there. and I'm, I'm brand new. I'm, I'm fresh off the boat. And I'm in an Asian community. It's a shame-based culture. It's it's Great place, and uh, I go to a funeral, but I didn't know what to wear. I'm like, what do you wear at a Korean funeral? I don't want to wear the wrong thing because sometimes you can do that actually. And I'm like, oh God, what do I what do I wear? Like, like he, he's gonna guide me every step. I'm like, Lord, what do I wear? He goes, the red shirt. That's what I felt in my heart. The red shirt. The red shirt. Okay, it's nice. You no, know, it's nice. To, um, Tommy Bahama, Aloha, red shirt. Just simple, plain red. That was perfect. Korea's love red. That was the right color. I'm like, oh, Lord, thank you. You know, if the Lord can guide us in the little steps, he's going to take care of us on the big steps. And I know there's some moms here today, you might be thinking to yourself, well, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I've, um, I haven't really been the best person. I've, I've, I've failed. And some moms have failed more significantly than others. And I just want you to think about something. That is, if you think that the Lord isn't going to guide us, no, well, that's not true. It says in His Word, He's going to guide every step. But could God's love and grace cover my mistakes? He sure can. You know, if, if we look at, at Jesus and say, you know, Jesus, I know you can bless all those other people, but you really, I don't know if you can maybe bless me then what we're saying is, Jesus, we did two thousand years ago on the cross. Well, that just wasn't big enough for me. And we can't say that. We we can't belittle. The, we can't belittle the cross. The cross is big enough for everyone, for everyone throughout history, and for all of us too. And today, you can start afresh, no problem. God is. <laughs> he's more than happy, more than happy, because God loves you, and He He's going to guide you. He formed you. You're in a good place. You're in a good place. First thing, one thing I want to talk about, moms, is moms, you're, you're, you're going to be okay. God's going to guide you. Number two to notes says, as a child, I honor mom by obeying and respecting her. Well, it's Mother's Day, so I thought I'd put in there a little little blurb about obeying and respecting mom. So I'm thinking the teenagers here and, and, you know, to Keiki. Any, oh, sorry, Keiki is a Hawaiian word for kids. Um, for kids everywhere. It says here in Ephesians 6, verse 1, Children, obey your parents. This is the right thing to do because God has placed them in authority over you. Yep. God has put the mom in authority over the child, over the kid. And that's just the way it goes. You know, it's funny. Is There's a great book out there. It's called Love and Respect by the Egerits. Uh, it's, It's the best marriage book out there. It's called Love and Respect. You want to read a great marriage book? That's a great one. And the man wants respect, the woman wants love., that's, oh, that's true, that's true. And moms they love love, you know Moms, they'd they, they love to, to put their hands on their kids and get them baths and, and, and snuggle up next to them watching TV and, and, and just kind of kind of hover over them, and they, and they love that. But you know what moms also love from the kids? Yeah, they love respect. They love obedience. It's actually true. Is there an amen? <laughs> yes, That's the truth. Boy, ask my wife. Woohoo! Ask my kids. That's a great thing. Ephesians 6, verse, 1, uh, verse 2 and 3 uh, continue in, the, in this passage. In Ephesians says, uh, Honor your father and mother. This is the first of the Ten Commandments that ends with a promise. And this is the promise. If you honor your father and your mother, you will live a long life full of blessing. God wants us to honor our parents. And this is like at any age, really. It's any age. I love the story of George Bush, President George Bush Jr. When he became the President of the United States, he went to mom and dad's house. You know, his dad was President earlier. And he went to mom and dad's house, and he sat down, and he put his feet on the coffee table. And he's like, this is great. I'm President of the United States. He's talking to his mom and dad. You know, they must be so proud of me. And mom's looking at his son and he goes, hey, son, get your feet off the coffee table. He looks at mom, and then dad goes, honey, slow down. This is the president of the United States you're speaking to. You can't talk to a son like that anymore. Moms, you know it's coming. <laughs> I don't care if he's the president of the United States of America. Get your feet off my coffee table. Oh, oh sorry, 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 sorry. He put his feet down. Moms, hey, listen. Moms want not just love, but they also want respect, and they want Honor and why they want respect and honor is because well they earn it one number two is they don 't want their children to grow up to be not able to handle difficult people because we 're all going to deal with difficult people in life we 're all going to have difficult coaches or difficult teachers or difficult bosses other difficult people we have to learn how to learn how to submit to authority even when it 's hard and these are principles that that God has given to parents to teach to the kids. And so kids, if you're you're thinking about your mom, and and I know my son yesterday, boy, he was such a blessing my mom to, to his mom, because she was cleaning the house yesterday, and he was say, like, Oh mom, what else do you want to help? What else you want to help with? And he wasn't doing this because he knew I was preaching this, by the way. He was doing it the goodness of his own heart. I was like, Wow, man, dairy queen for you. Man. I know growing up as a kid, my mom she used a wooden spoon on us. And when that broke, she used a hairbrush. And my first year came back from first year of college. I literally sat him down in the, in the TV room and I said, "Mom and Dad, I want to thank you for spanking me when I was younger because I lived in a big dorm with a whole bunch of guys, and they were slobs. They were like, you know, a lot of them they were they were like the greatest people. I'm like, rack Mom, thanks for willing to spank me. And uh, so she's like, Wow." okay. My dad's like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I was kind of mean sincere, but they, I guess they weren't really into it, but that's okay. Um, when it comes to honoring mom and mother's day, one, know that moms, you're going to be okay. And two, children, honor your mom by obeying slash respecting her. And number three is the young adults, I honor mom by helping her. I honor mom by helping her. This, we're kind of moving out of the, the kid stage. We're getting into the teenage stage and the young adult stage. We honor moms by helping them. 1 Timothy uh, 5, verse 2 and 4 reads, But if she has children or grandchildren, let the, their first responsibility is to show godliness at home and repay their parents by taking care of them. This is something that pleases God. We're supposed to help out mom. And not like, you know when, you're, when you have little kids, and they want to help fold the laundry. And like, oh, I want to help fold the laundry. And they, they grab, and you're like, no, I'll do it. And they grab their shirt, and they, they, they really want to help. And are like, oh, okay. And it makes more of a problem than they actually help. They're, they're like making work for you, but that's okay because they're little. Okay, after that stage, you kind of move in the teenage stage and, and the young adult stage, and they can actually, you can actually help them. You can actually like, do things. And that's really cool. In the book of of Philippians, chapter 2, it talks about, you know, look out for the other interests and not just your own. That also applies to mom. And I have a great way for us to think about how to help mom out. And that's called Love Tanks. And I got a little picture up here. It's a cartoon. And it's really simple. In fact, this thing works great for couples, for boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, uh, child, parent. This works great for even boss, worker. This is good stuff here. I don't know who created this thing, but it, it, it really works. It's called Love Tanks. And you want to figure, you know, fill, out the, you know, you fill this out when you get home. Five things that fill your tank and five things that drain your tank. And the other, you know, other person does the same thing too. And then you just talk about them. It's really helpful. Like for instance, my, I did it for my, for my wife because she's a mom. And these are five things that Tyler loves to do and five things that drain her tank. Uh, one thing that she loves to do is she, she loves going walks. She loves going on a walk, and, or, or it's, it's like a quiet time with the Lord too. And she just loves getting exercise. She loves it. She also loves doing a women's Bible study. She loves that. She loves women's ministry, that kind of stuff. She loves good books. Uh, for, sure for her, I like to read too. And um, we share good books each other all the time. She loves coffee with loved ones. Boy, if she, oh, that, she just loves that. She loves grabbing her kids and getting our Starbucks coffee. And all they, do, they just do this all the time. They talk. And we do that once a week at our house. So we, do, we get, we get Starbucks every Saturday morning. We do this in China. And we did it here. And it's super cool. Yes, they have lots of Starbucks in China. The Chinese, they love Starbucks. And the uh, last thing she loves to do is uh, having a prayer partner. And she has a few prayer partners she prays with, and she, her her tank gets filled. When she does these things, her tank gets filled, and that's good. The five things that drain her are cleaning. Forcing for her, I actually like cleaning. I'm one of those weird people. I like cleaning, and I actually like painting. So she's like, oh, I married the best guy in the world. Cooking, she doesn't like. She doesn't like cooking. Cooking's like, ah, uh, like you know, at our house, it's chicken nuggets. Woohoo! That's the best. The kids grew up on frozen pizza. Yes. Uh, you can ask them. It's true. Um, one, thing that, one thing that drains her tank is when she has no break from the kids. She's with the kids all the time. Like, like in Hawaii, I went golfing once, the friend. 18 holes. I came home like five hours later. She's like, where were you? I've been with the kids all week. And you're out golfing. I'm like, oh, yeah. Um, yep. I had to give up golfing. Anyways, um yeah, drains her with no breakfast the kids, it drains her. Nothing drains her, it's a messy house. And the last one is uh, no vacation. Like no vacation and like like it's not even in sight. She's like, oh man. And you know, cause in, in ministry it gets hard. In China, it gets <laughs> it gets China's China's always a grind. Every day it was a grind. When you don't know the language, it's always a grind. Always a Problem, and it just, anyways. Um, so we we actually would on vacation in Asia. Flying uh, flying on Asia is actually real cheap. It's much cheaper than America. But when I know this thing about, about my wife, I know her what she loves to, what drains her. I can then uh, like help her out. I can take some of the things that drain her and, and do it for her. She's like, oh, thank you. Like, I when I, I talked about this sermon yesterday, she goes, yeah, my car needs cleaning. Yeah. My car needs cleaning. I'm like, okay, okay, I got you, got you. Okay, hey Zachary. And uh, um, but I remember in in Kauai when our kids were little. It's Kauai, Hawaii, and uh, we started New Hope a great church. And the kids were small then, and she was just like, I need, I need a break. And so I'm like, I'll I'll take the kids once a week. Saturday mornings, I took the kids. We went to the, you know, we're at the beach, right? So we're doing the beach, and we just hang out at the beach. We went to the parks and had fun. That's the, that's the days when they had the Heelys. You know the Heelys and the shoes, the little wheels? And so all the kids got Heelys, and I would take them to, the, like, Home Depot with a nice polished cement floor, and I would just just launch them and just hope they don't wreck anybody, and they'd just go forever. And they'd, they'd cruise around the corner and not wipe out, and uh, we just have fun. Just, that's what we did. I, I got the kids literally a can of Coke, a Chip witch, You know what Chip witch is? It's like this big and the chocolate chip cookie and ice cream. I mean, they were like, yes, that's the best. And we had so much fun. And then Tyler's back at home having a women's Bible study. Is that like an anointing upon me right now? What is that? (laughs) Is that the church next door? The church right here? That's really cool. That's beautiful. Um, Anyways, uh, she'd have a great time with her lady friends. She gets her coffee. She gets filled up. And they come home. The kids are like all gassed up because they're all caffeine and sugared out. Great time! It's just some, just a simple way of of taking some of the things that drain her away from her, and giving her some of the things that fill her tank. I mean, boom! That wins. That wins every time. That wins today still. And for you all with your with your parents, do a, do, these, do these love tank things. Just talk about them. Or even like you know you're with your spouse, do it with your spouse or your boyfriend girlfriend, do it with your boyfriend girlfriend. It, it works. It just simply works. Okay, so, in review, on Mother's Day. Moms, you're going to be okay. Yes. There is faith back there. I see it. Uh, Two, as a child, I honor mom by obeying and respecting her. Number three, uh, young adults, I honor mom by helping her. And number four is, when in middle age, take care of mom. When in middle age, take care of mom. And what I mean by that is, is, when we reach in our in our, third, in our 40s, 50s, usually it's when mom is in her 80s, and she's, she's going to need help. I love this verse out of 1 Timothy 5 verse 8. Sorry. My mom had a stroke two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago, so I'm right in the middle of this. But if anyone does not provide for his own, and especially of those of his own household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. I read it again. But if anyone does not provide for his own, and especially for those of his own household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Now, how other scriptures define unbeliever? In Romans 5, verse 10, you can read it. It says, an unbeliever, he said, before we came to Jesus Christ, we were enemies with God. Paul is saying to Timothy here, not exactly, but similarly, if we're not taking care of our own, especially those of our own household, we're worse than an enemy of God. That's heavy. That's heavy. We got to take care of mom. When she gets older I mean that that's just it that's that's that is that is sheer obedience somebody has to take care of mom okay like I'm one of seven kids we have two siblings down in Florida and you know it's, and so my mom is getting, is getting help but somebody has to do it in your family I like on the cross reads this when Jesus therefore saw his mom his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing by, that is the Apostle John, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour, that disciple took her in his own home. Jesus Christ is right in the middle. Of redeeming all mankind. He's on the cross. Paying the penalty for sin. For all of mankind. This is the biggest moment in the history of the universe. Literally. literally The history of the universe. He's up there. And he pulls a cosmic time out. And says John take care of your mom. She's your mom now. And mom this is your son. And he knew what he meant. He took care of her. Now, if Jesus takes plans and preparations in the middle, in the middle of redeeming mankind, ought not we to do similarly, to take care of our parents, particularly our mom, as she gets older? I think the answer is yes. Because man, mom has always been there for us. Now, I do know that some people here, they, they've had really bad moms, and, and I'm sorry for that. I really am, truly am sorry for that. Um, and there is lots of messages here that Pastor Jason can help you to process some of that stuff. Uh, but I, I think that I think it's pretty fair to say that the, the most moms, this, this, most moms are—they're good moms. They're not perfect, but they give an awful lot of love, and they have sacrificed tremendously for their kids. And I think we know that to be true. Like when I was a kid, I was like. Like, where's my dad sometimes? Like, we had a three-story house. And I remember whenever I got sick in the middle of the night, and literally I'm, I'm, I'm barfing in the, in the, in the, in the toilet, third floor, the third uh, floor bathroom, somehow my mom magically appeared. I'm like, where'd she come from? Like, like how did she even hear that? You know, and she had a warm washcloth. She's like, It's okay, honey. She got to rubs my back, and I'm going, Oh, and, and it actually helped. It, it actually helped a little bit. She wipes my mouth off, and I'm like, Oh, my gosh. She's like, I'm like, Where was dad all this time? You know what I'm saying? And I finally figured out where my dad was all the time when I had my own kids. And when my kids got sick in the middle of the night, and Tyler gets up, and she goes over and takes care of the kids in the middle of the night. I finally figured out where dad was. He was pretending to be in his sleep. Right? Pretending to be asleep. Now when it comes to taking care of her mom as she gets older, as she, you know, she gets really old, we can't pretend that we're going to take care of her. We're actually going to have to do it. And it's going to have to take some financial sacrifices. We're going to have to rebuild a room in the house. we may have to put a ramp in or whatever it is. But take care of mom. I think that's a command from God. Does this sound good? Let's close with a word of prayer here. Lord, I want to say thank you so much for, uh, for moms. Oh, man. <laughs> we pray, Lord, that you would bless our moms. Bless our moms, Lord Jesus, because, because we want you to just bless them. Bless them again and again and again. Bless them today. Know how much we, they, they are adored by you, Lord. How much they are adored by you. How you will guide them every step of their lives to the day you take them home. And Lord, I pray that you help us to help mom, to honor her, to assist her, and maybe at times take her in. And Lord, by the power of your Holy Spirit, we will honor you today. And these things pray in your name, Lord Jesus. Amen.